The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Lots of changes coming to the next Edmonton City Council. There will be a new mayor and now at least two new city councillors. Late last year, Mayor Don Iveson said he won't seek re-election in August. Ward 10 City Councillor Michael Walters announced he is not seeking re-election. And now Ward 6 City Councillor Scott McKean says he's stepping away from City Hall as well. Councillor McKean joins us this afternoon. Hi, Scott. Welcome back to the show. Jalen, it is so nice to be here. I've, I've <laughs> missed you i've missed you as well you're a tough guy to get a hold of let me tell oh, you but you, you guys have been pretty busy you've been pretty busy as well obviously scott what's what's going on why the decision to not run again you know that's a really hard question to answer in a quick or simple way i just think it was i thought about it thought about it thought about it over time and it just, you know, it, this ward uh, in particular, including the downtown, with all the sort of cultural flagships, it's the business center. Uh, there are three specific business uh, zones in the, in the ward that you deal with. Um, so there's a lot of demand, a lot of multicultural agencies and nonprofit agencies plus issues of homelessness and um, and poverty. It takes a lot of energy. And um, seven years in, maybe somewhat COVID-related, it's it kind of hard to keep your spirits up during COVID. If mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that hasn't happened to you. But, uh, but it's pretty, you know, so I just thought, you know, maybe it's time to step aside, have somebody with, a, with fresh eyes and new energy, uh, and, and I think the media is getting tired of me harping on certain issues over and over and over again. So I think I do think you do have a, a shelf life as a, an elected official. And I think you need to be aware of that. And so eight years um, is a pretty good run. And, 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 and I think to walk away knowing I think that we, we made a difference. Um, uh, I think we made a difference, and and that's what you hope to do, and then uh, and then go on and do something else. If you're looking at, you know, I was uh, on your web page uh, over the past couple of days, and we look at, uh, you know, well, your your McKexit statement <laughs> talking about uh, your decision, but also a little bit more just about you and and what you stand for, and and what you wanted to see, um, the work that you do, how you wanted it represented in in the community i know that the the homeless uh the homelessness issue in in our city um has been very important to you a mental health especially has been very important to you we know oftentimes that those two go together we've seen a lot of change over well since the fall uh the the city's efforts to end homelessness your your thoughts on on that file and and where where the city is right now and and what more needs to be done so we are it's kind of hard to see because we you know i've told people we're almost at uh at the worst situation we've ever been in with the pandemic and with fewer eyes on the street it it feels like homelessness and the related side effects of social disorder and petty crime and crime uh people are really upset about that understandably um, and then there was the camp down in Rossdale, Camp Tech mm-hmm. Away Wind, which 
create a lot of unease in in the community down there. So, you know, and and God bless the people that uh, were the civil servants who work on these issues. You know, counselors make a decision and basically say, "Go away and do all that." And um, and so we, but we right now have 900 units of supportive housing in early to late stage design, which means probably in the next four to five year horizon, those units will be open and operating. 900 of the most wounded Edmontonians, uh, not only uh, warm, dry and fed, but having their underlying issues um, dealt with compassionately are gonna make a huge difference to this Mm -hmm. city. Uh And in a nutshell, um, we do poorly by those people and do by doing poorly by those people, we spend way more money, way more money in health and justice and policing and bylaw enforcement and paramedic response and fire response than we ever will by housing these people. We will save gobs of money and effort by doing the right thing by mm-hmm. people who's, who ended up there because of traumatic events in their lives. Um, that's what I, I have come to believe completely. And as you know, uh, I've talked about my own mental health issues. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm now 14 years into sobriety. And so I, you know, I have great empathy for those people because I've been at hundreds of 12-step meetings and heard thousands of similar stories. And, and so I, I think I maybe know it as well as anybody in politics, not certainly claiming to be a world expert on this, <laughs> but we can just, we can solve these things pragmatically. And, and that's, that's all I'm really concerned about. And the other thing I would say, one of the things I did going into this, because I was a city hall reporter and then a city hall columnist, I could see how cynical people were about politicians. So- Well, I think they I, still are. <laughs> yeah, and I just try to put a human face on it. Yeah. You know, and I, so I try to do it works and all, apologize when I needed to apologize. I've made mistakes. I've made decisions I would love to take back. Um, but that's the nature of the beast. City Council is a jury of your peers provided mm. all the information available on that day and they make the best decision they can with that variety of perspectives that 13 people bring to a decision. Scott, you, you talked about the ward that you represent and, uh, you know, I think you, you said, you know, the three specific different business areas and we know that uh, businesses, a lot of businesses in those areas have been hit hard over the past 10 months. We also know, on the other hand, you know, so you're looking at the financial aspect of it, you're looking at the mental health aspect of it mm-hmm. as well, people wondering if they're going to have a, a business to come back to. Um, you know, when moving forward and hopefully moving out of this oh gosh in in the months ahead uh, what is the 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 counselor who comes into uh the ward that you've represented for as many years as you have going to have to do to in, to ensure the success uh the the business success um and the mental health uh of of those people all the way around uh, it is the greatest challenge of our time i think and I will be around to support that in any way I can, believe me. I do think we need fresh eyes and new energy on council. I really believe that. But it's not like I'm going to walk away. I'm going to do something mm-hmm. around mental health and addictions, advocacy and support, business support where I can. 
you know, I said this the other day, and I really believe it's true. I, and I credit the community league system at Edmonton for creating a culture where people join in and engage and help out and they collaborate. And I think there's a call coming, a call to arms for all Edmontonians uh, to help out um, families in, in real struggle, but also businesses in real struggle. We need to find ways to support our local business community. You know, there's so many sort of mom and pop shops and some of them are a little bigger, but you know, those people have invested their entire lives and, and in many cases their their fortunes into a business that we enjoyed. So it is time for all of us, I think, when we can safely to shop local, dine local, um, find the local mom and pops. I mean, I used to be a restaurant reviewer on the side when I was with the yeah. journal and introducing people to places they haven't tried. We have to find a way to do that. But, you know, yeah, I think that's, you know, you raised such an interesting point there, Jaylen, is how do we as a community come together to make sure that we're looking after each other, which I do really believe is a fundamental Edmonton value. Ward 6 City Councillor Scott McKean joining me this afternoon as he makes the decision not to run for City Council in the upcoming October election. Scott, what, what are you hoping for the next City Councillor or City Council? What are you hoping to see and what are the biggest challenges that they're going to have to uh, take on? Well, you know, and maybe it's sort of selfish uh, or tunnel vision-y of me, but you know, I hope they carry on some of the great uh, initiatives that were started under, you know, Mayor Stephen Mandel and then Mayor Iveson. And, you know, one of them, selfishly for me, would be to continue to build a great downtown. And I certainly wasn't the one who started that. There was a meeting of 100 business leaders back at about uh, 2011, and they said the most important way to revitalize or supplement Edmonton's economy was to build a great downtown because great downtown signal to to the community but also to visitors and investors our prosperity our values our creativity um, so it's a really important symbol of our city and it should be a place that all Edmontonians enjoy it started to crop up a bit in the last election where a couple of candidates were uh, complaining about investment going into the downtown and how it should be going into their wards instead. And, and I lament that kind of thinking because, you know, if we have a really vibrant, strong downtown that everybody enjoys visiting, all the city, and including the region, will benefit from that. So I hope that work continues. I hope our work on homelessness continues. We've got really important work to do around climate. Uh, climate change, and I got to tell you, the loss of Michael Walters, Ben, uh, potentially Ben Henderson, and and Don Iverson on that file, they were probably the lead people who really understood it, really had uh, technical expertise on it. And I got to tell you, uh, those three were fantastic, <laughs> and they're just real good men, gentle men, and I don't mean that lightly. I know, you know, some people automatically sort of dislike the mayor and blame the mayor for a lot of things. But I can tell you with 
you know, uh, with all my heart, that I think Don Iverson is a really, really good man. And I think that's gonna, those are going to be hard shoes to fill. Yeah, hard shoes to fill, uh, big shoes to fill, with, without a doubt. You know what, Scott? You've been, you were in journalism for a very, very long time. You've been uh, on city council for coming up on what a decade. So we'll say, you know, eight, eight years coming up on a decade. You, you have watched how the world seems to have become uh, much more divisive, and certainly politics has become much more divisive. How how do we change that? I mean, I don't have to take a, a even have to take a look at my t- text line to give you an idea of what people are saying right now, or the or the the crap that I get fed my way every day during this show, and I know that you get it every day in the role that that uh, that you play, uh, that that you that you hold. I mean, how do we how do we deal with that? And I mean, part of me thinks, why would anyone even want to go into politics when you're dealing with all of this? BS all the time. Well, and I think, you know, I'm, I, I've said it, you know, I've talked about my mental health issues and stuff, but I'm a sensitive man. And, and, and that's not something I'm bragging about. It's just the reality of it. And, and so I mostly stay off social media to maintain my mental health. And I don't, you know, I think most people, if you met them in real life, would be much more polite, might want to challenge you on some of your decisions or something. That's totally fine. Yeah. We have got to stop shaming each other. Well, I really noticed that in the defund the police public hearings where there were people from, let's, you know, for sake of a better terminology, the extreme left, uh, shaming the police, shaming city council. Oh, the emails, you know, you know how hard I've worked on homelessness yep. and, you know, and, and worked on the establishment of the anti-racism advisor committee. But because I was not hitting a level of virtuousness that they were demanding, then I was com- I was canceled in a way to use yeah. modern terminology. So I, I, you know, I thought how self-defeating that is for people on either extreme to be canceling people who might even be their allies on a lot of issues. So I, you know, and it's a lesson I've had to learn over time. As men, we grow up to be competitive and we take shots at each other. I don't know completely about uh, the way women interact when they're just by themselves, but men do that. And, and I, you know, and, and, and politics has become this, seen as this, this sort of blood sport, team blood sport, and uh, it's a little more complicated in civic politics because you got 13 teams. But, but yeah, it's, you know, we, uh, I just, should we just dial down the anger and the shaming and listen to each other? Because I think most of us kind of want to get to the same place. And we might disagree on how to get there exactly, but we could probably find gems of wisdom from all over the political spectrum. I like to describe myself as a pragmatist. I list the conservative voices very, very closely because there's wisdom there. And I listen to people on the left because there's wisdom there. And then I, you know, selfishly pick the best of, of, of each side and claim them as my own. <laughs> but, but it, you know, like that, it is really dangerous where we're going and and i guess i would just ask people to look into their heart of hearts and say do they really hate lefties do they really hate conservatives their neighbors 
and volunteers in our community they run businesses they work in businesses or they're hospital workers or teachers or you know we there was i remember reading a piece about about cyclists and how a lot of drivers just hate cyclists and and the the answer given was refer them as people on bikes rather than cyclists because it's a reminder that they're people and so they're people in cars driving uh, commuting uh there are people on bikes and they're all people and i know this sounds pollyanna and i Part of me gagging on this stuff too, but but really, I think what we've seen happen in the U.S. is a cautionary tale. We don't want to go there, and and let's um, let's find let's be open to ideas from the other quote unquote other side, and because they they will have merit, you know. So, anyways, long long way of saying. Uh, can't we just sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya or something? Yeah, I don't can't we? Can't can we all just get along, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott, um, I always uh, enjoy our conversations. I always appreciate when you're able to make time for us, and I really do uh, look forward to seeing what's next for you. Thank you uh, for your well, service to the city over the past number of years, and I look forward to when our paths cross again. Thanks, Jalen, and have me back. I'd be happy to do it again before the end of the term. Uh, while I'm still somebody. (laughs) Thanks for this. Okay. Scott McKean checking in this afternoon saying, "Uh uh-uh, not going to run again in the next election. We heard Tony Katarina saying that he is going to change wards in the next uh, election.